Hey there, welcome to the Education Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Smith, fractional CMO and consultant to colleges around the world and founder and CEO of the Education Marketing Agency. I hope you enjoy this weekly podcast where I talk about tips, strategies and more about getting your education, marketing and student recruitment as effective as possible. Enjoy. Hi, Tim. Thanks for coming on the Edit American podcast. Really great to have you on. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks again. Absolutely. Uh, just to start us off, Tim, would you mind just sharing your name, your role and the university you work at, just so the listeners know what guests we have on today? Yeah, I'm Tim Grassley. I work for the University of Colorado Boulder's College of Arts and Sciences, and I'm their director of marketing and content strategy. Um, so the the bulk of what I do is to help prospective students determine whether or not the College of Arts and Sciences is a good fit um, for their educational goals. And then once they're here to, to help them find resources that can help them toward graduation. Uh, and then more broadly, recently, I'm also in charge of... Um, building the college's reputation and brand, which is more of the the work I think right now that we have a lot of momentum behind. Uh, so uh, growing our reputation really has has taken a, a significant portion of my attention these days as well. Brilliant. So so many hats and, and lots of uh, lots, so lots many to do. Hats. Yeah. <laughs> Not, nothing there. Uh, one strange there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And just give me, I suppose, just a, a brief overview of your own career in education. So within education, I actually, my 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 doorway into it was through academic advising. I finished my Master of Fine Arts in Poetry um, in 2000 and, oh goodness, 13, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, began work at CU Boulder as, a, as an academic advisor. Mm-hmm. And then about... See, either five or six years ago, um, uh, Jennifer McDuffie, who I'm really grateful to for for encouraging me to shift over into communications and marketing for the college. Uh, she's Jennifer is CU's deputy chief operating chief operating advi- officer. Ooh. <laughs> That title is always hard for me, but she <laughs> she encouraged me to switch over because she she thought our college needed to do a better job articulating the the student resources that that uh, that we possess, and then and then helping students figure out where they are and attach them to them. And so that's that's where I shifted into more of a marketing role. And as I've been here, I've grown more and more curious about strategies that we can use to to better convey what we do and and why and what students stand to gain from from an education in our college. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I I love when people move from the academic side or or you know they 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 will get a bit of experience in the academic side when you know before we or when we're doing the marketing for the, for universities or in the higher education sector because I think it gives a lot of um. It really helps you understand the value of what we're marketing, um, which mm-hmm. is which which is uh, which is great. And just so I suppose, tell me a bit more about the current role as director of marketing, and a you know a, a bit more about the the work you're doing for the university. Yeah, I think the thing I'm most excited about was when I when I first started, I I identified 
uh, a for lack of, for lack of a better term, a problem that our college had with uh, with students having significant affinity with their with the university. They they loved CU Boulder and they loved mm -hmm. their department, but there wasn't necessarily a a sense of a of affinity or attachment to our college. Uh, they they were, and so when we would say, "Hey, here is." our academic advising unit in the College of Arts and Sciences, it didn't necessarily make sense. And so I ran a, a brand affinity survey and what we found out there affirmed that hypothesis that um, we actually, so that the actual score was a negative five. It was uh, meaning our students had a neutral, if most students had a neutral sentiment toward toward our college, toward ANS. And, and so what I tried to do was, was, uh, we, I guess we tried on different, different brand messaging or brand identities to, yeah. to see if we could figure out what to, uh, how, how to build a sense of community and identity within our college, both with the faculty and our students, uh, and our donors and alumni and our staff. Uh, but the things, uh, different different options weren't quite working out until I began collaborating with Erica Randall, who's our associate dean for student success. And we came up with a, a brand identity that we're pretty thrilled about uh, that accentuates our the ampersand in our name. And now we've you know taken on a, a podcast. We've we've started to do more broad marketing uh 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 more more I guess creative ad placement we're starting to do more uh i i guess it, it, the strategies that we're using are getting more and more exciting and in part it i think it's because we began with an identity that makes sense that people are thrilled about um that we can pretty tightly articulate uh, yeah. and then go from there so now yeah so um that's kind of a roundabout way of saying that our branding strategy right now has has led to significant momentum, both in our student services, in our retention efforts, in our scholarshiping, in our in our donation, in our alumni relations, and so forth, and and donor relations. So that's that's, that's been more cool things. It's great to hear, and it's it's always really interesting to hear about the changes happening at universities, and it, it often does start with the brand and trying to create maybe a different perspective or a different voice for, for the marketing, and I suppose that leads me into the, the next question then about maybe what what do you find is that different voice or what, what's making um, the university different and, and perhaps how that impacts the, the marketing you're doing? Yeah, I mean, so when Erica and I started to collaborate, we were, uh, we had at <laughs> least oddly Malcolm Gladwell sitting kind of whispering on my shoulder of uh in his revisionist history podcast he talks about uh the need for universities to do a better job of articulating their value proposition yes uh, and really helping students to understand what they stand to gain that's distinct from other universities or colleges absolutely and and so we we took that on as a challenge um, which was why we we thought the at the time our college was really celebrating its liberal arts curriculum and taking steps to help students uh, uh, 
really engage in an interdisciplinary education or curriculum. So our core curriculum is, is really broad and encourages students to add minors and additional majors, especially in fields that might be very different from their own. So for example, uh, visual arts and neuroscience, uh, which we're, we're writing a story about a student who uh, is, is a visual arts major and also a neuroscience major. And she, she, she can articulate scientific concepts through her art. She wants you to experience uh, some of these neuro concepts through her visual art, which is very cool. And uh, CU is in the College of Arts and Sciences is doing this really well. And so we wanted to accentuate that because we thought it set, it was, it was different than just focusing on our ranking or the excellence of our faculty, yeah. some of the ways that they're really driving innovation. Uh, what, what it did is it added a layer of complexity to those people as well. So even when our, when our faculty are doing incredible things, uh, we also talk about some of the, the hobbies or facets of their studies that, that, lead into that, that that round out that person um creates more of a story about that person and then students see people and then feel like they can become those people yeah but it's great to see some storytelling uh, telling happening in the marketing mm -hmm. as well i think it's always really relatable to prospective students rather than just here's our lecturers or our professors and some of our mm -hmm. accomplishments or achievements and think a story really resonates i think that's that's really interesting and a good example and good lesson maybe for some listeners thinking about how to maybe reinvent their marketing a bit and I suppose what are some of the key challenges you've faced in you know creating that 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 effective marketing or, or trying to move in that direction yeah so when I with the when I first started to float different brand identities uh, a lot of them followed for lack of a better term it was it was almost an antagonistic relationship to other either colleges or universities or programs that mm -hmm. that we would we would almost build an identity by what we were not if that makes sense yeah so yeah either you know we are you know I, one of the we we had a a brand campaign that really tried to put our college at the center of the university but it did so at the expense of others and that that was it didn't function because it didn't build coalitions. It, it wasn't it made a few people feel really good, but it it didn't necessarily um, it didn't allow space for collaboration in particular. Mm -hmm. uh, and as a result, we uh, they they just didn't quite take as effectively as a brand yeah. that that did try to identify what we did and, and did well and celebrated that and then celebrated the people who were who were doing that interdisciplinary collaboration. Uh, so it, it instead of identifying what we were not, focusing on what we were, what we are, um, did help us to then create a brand that resonated, but also since then started to build programming that people again were excited about because it's something that wasn't necessarily um, uh, in 
uh, it wasn't antagonistic toward other programs. We we were able to yeah. help students. We were just be able. Our a lot of our programming just helps. It's it's more collaborative. It's more interdisciplinary. It, it encourages people to to think widely and and widen their lens, which has been exciting and and cool. Yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense in terms of, but it, you know, it's that thing of trying to find what makes us unique. But you know, mm -hmm. you do have to look at like what what doesn't uh, make us unique first, maybe, and try to try to find that kind of unique that unique voice for for the brand for the university. And I suppose looking at the education sector as a whole, maybe, and then in terms of you know the university, is there you know changes you see coming in the future, perhaps as well? Yeah, I think um, I think the the more we are able to to articulate what makes our universities distinct i think and the the clearly the more clearly we can articulate that as well you know our strengths and our weaknesses especially our weaknesses when that gets uncomfortable but the the better able we are to to say those things and and tell students what they stand to gain from from our university i think it allows our students to make a more informed choice yeah it doesn't make it it makes in some ways it makes for lack of a better term shopping for a college a lot more exciting as opposed to daunting because mm. you can I, well okay let me rewind a little bit i think by more clearly articulating who we are we allow students to to gauge their expectations of what they they will get out of yes. a out of a university education from CU Boulder, specifically in ANS. Yeah, and by doing so, I think that the the benefit of that is our students don't get upset when, or they get less upset uh, when uh, we don't like when we when there's a facet of their education that was unexpected. If if I, you know, like if somebody comes to CU Boulder expecting a really urban university, for example, a place that's more like an NYU, it, we aren't, Boulder is not in, is not Manhattan. It's a lovely city uh, and there's excellent food and uh, incredible proximity to the outdoors. Um, and we have amazing things about our college's interdisciplinarity and some of the innovations that our folks do. Um, but we're not Manhattan, of course. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> right. So, if if we told students we were, and they expected a really dense urban environment, it would it would feel really different, and that sets them up yeah. to be upset. Uh, so, I think being able to articulate who we are and and what makes us unique or distinct from, you know, sister universities, you know, like a Michigan State or yeah. University of Washington or so forth. What that allows our students to do is go in knowing what they stand to gain. And when they do that, if it if we aren't meeting those expectations, we can we can take steps that are that feel right because they're still within our our identity, our brand, rather than trying to become something we're not. So I think the more that our universities can do that, the the more exciting it is instead of just trying to do be the same thing to our students yeah, um yeah being able to to offer these unique experiences uh allows them to grow as as people in a distinct way and that's that's cool and i, I think there's yeah. a lot of good there 
hundred percent. I love that. I think that, but I think that's it's a really important point to make as well because I think you get better quality uh, prospective students and better quality leads and students that stay as well. You know that actually are happy there once you communicate the right uh, experience to them of what it will be like to be a student there in the first place. You know, so I think that's 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 really important. And to look more at the marketing side of things again, then do you think perhaps the marketing might be different perhaps as well in the, in the hired sector in the future? So I, I think so. I think marketing is, is in that exciting, terrifying space where, you know, yeah, definitely generative terrifying. AI, yeah. It, generative AI is, is helping us gain efficiencies that, um, and and develop content at a pace that's really, I mean, it's it's exponentially, it's growing so so fast, mm -hmm. uh, and our ability to reply with highly personalized content is getting better and better and better. Um, with that, I think so. I, I think that degree of efficiency um, does create higher and higher personalization, which is positive. Yeah. Uh, and the 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 thing would love to see us couple that with is is not just as as we get to know and are able to digest what makes a very specific student or a very specific god it's really getting to the point where it's a very specific prospective student yeah where we can identify yeah. their interests rather than just serving up marketing that we know would work with them in particular that that we would still focus on you know d delivering that personalization across different marketing channels that um still stays true to to who we are as as distinct universities does that make sense so like yeah, rather than totally. rather than serving up marketing that we know functions or we're doing it in a way that's still like don't bait and switch folks. That's what I'm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you completely. I think, but yeah. I think it's a really important point, you know, again, because like you can get clicks through your ads and the marketing and you can, you mm. can get applications and, you know, you, you can see the marketing work, but I think mm -hmm. really effective marketing is when you look at it, maybe, you know, even a, f a year or a few years down the line and did the student enroll or did they stay enrolled? Did they, mm. you know, did they, did they graduate or not? That's really the ultimate, I think, goal of higher ed marketing. And I think that what you're talking about achieves that because, you're, again, you're you're just sending the right message and you're personalizing it and, you know, you're making sure that it's right for them, you know, and I think mm -hmm. that that's that's a really important message for, for, for us to remember and for listeners as well. I think it's good, you know, and yeah. that, that leads me into the the end of and the final question really Tim was is, you know I suppose to wrap up is there I suppose what kind of advice or key advice would you give for successful growth or successful marketing for a university from your experience yeah so I think uh something that I did think of with your last question is is something that is unique or distinct about marketing within a higher ed space is that students are making four to six year sometimes even longer commitments and in, in their massive financial commitments to Absolutely. to their education and so something that's really immediate is uh we like it's it's more than shopping for a, a smaller purchase like the 
the you know like a shopping for a pair of shoes this is this is a massive decision for our students of course yeah. and and treating them with that care i think is is substantial it's a good reminder uh also i i would say something that has just so hugely benefited our our college in particular is that is that that really intense reflection on what we do well and what we do don't do well being honest about it and then creating a brand identity that that celebrates that mm -hmm. uh that is that has been unbelievable our our new brand affinity score is actually uh it we just ran it again just after the campaign launched and it's a plus 68 which is massive mm -hmm. and so vast majority so it's uh, the vast majority of our students that we would ask have a very positive, like extremely positive view of the College of Arts and Sciences and the quality of education they receive here. So the 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 effect has been not just momentum among our staff and among our faculty who are developing creative, innovative programs within that brand identity of, of being an ander, uh, but also, so we, we have our our faculty who are doing amazing research, our staff that are doing incredible programming, student success programming, our students are taking on the identity, our donors love it as well. Yeah. And all of that creates incredible stories that I get to push out into the world in different channels in exciting in different ways. And so the, the effect of having a cohesive identity that people buy into, that people love, is I, it's just, I can't understate it. It's so good to have it in place. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's a really good point to finish on. Um, Tim, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, you shared a lot of really, really great insights and it's really great to see the work you're doing at the University of Colorado Boulder. And I think, um, yeah, I look forward to, to seeing where you take things further, but uh, it's already really compelling. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Philip. Thanks. I appreciate it. Hi, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Edup Markham podcast. If you'd like to be a guest, you can do so by applying on edupmarkham.com, where you can also find a catalogue of all of our episodes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. it.